0: Hey, Mark Farzetti here, host of The Farzi Show. And for my show's podcast, I use Anchor. And you should, too. If you haven't heard about Anchor yet, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenership as well. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Anchor. Oh. And how much would you pay for something like this? Hundreds of dollars? Well, forget about that because it's free. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the DeVarzy Show, presented by DestinationRetirement.com here at the Steven Singer Studios. My name is Mark Farzetta. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm laying the pavement. I'm smoothing it out. No potholes here, folks, for the return of Ben Simmons. Not only to just still be on the Sixers roster after the uh, 3 p.m. trade deadline on Thursday, but to possibly come back because the pavement uh, is being laid. The pathway is being opened up. Now, I still think it's highly unlikely that Ben Simmons ever plays another game for the 10, 9, 8, 70 Sixers again. However, look at this tweet. We're going to get into that game last night that was just absolutely crazy with the Sixers and the uh, Phoenix Suns. But check this out from our friend Kyle Newbeck of Philly Voice. Uh, he asked Ben, or excuse me, Joel Embiid, after the game last night, after the 114-109 loss to the Phoenix Suns, the best team in the NBA, he asked Joel Embiid, uh, do you feel a responsibility to reach out to Ben Simmons if he's still here on Friday after the trade deadline? And then here's the long answer, and I'll show you it in, in a second. But he says, basically, it's a long way of saying, yes, Ben Simmons would be accepted back. <sighs> Pavement being uh, put down uh, for Ben Simmons to come back. Uh, but no. Yes, he would be accepted back. No, he's not going to reach out and be like, hi, hey, come on, Ben, we're all friends, don't you love me? You know, he's not going to be like that. That ain't going to happen. Uh, but he's going to welcome him back because he knows, as he said the other day with Mike Misnelli that they're a better team with Ben Simmons on it. And as I have been telling you, I don't think Ben Simmons gets traded by the trade deadline. I don't think he gets traded by the time the 76ers and the NBA have the deadline at 3 p.m. on Thursday. I don't, I just don't see it happening. I don't see the worlds coming together where James Harden is all of a sudden beautifully available at the right price. And the right price, as far as I'm concerned, the best price for the Sixers would be the idea of trading Ben Simmons and Seth uh, Seth Curry to the uh, Brooklyn Nets in return for James Harden. That would be poetry. That would be beautiful uh the other idea is to maybe move on from tobias harris as well and i know his name has been floated out there uh on a couple other trade destinations a couple other trade deals and that's the hot topic right now surrounding the sixers but here is the rest of the quote now he just showed you this tweet right here from kyle newbeck saying that uh, basically Joel Embiid would not take it upon himself to reach out to ben and be like hey welcome back brother I love you the best welcome back brother i love you the best like it wouldn't be like that uh but uh what it would be is more like this. Now, here's the long answer, once again, from our friend Kyle Newbeck. Now, just focus on the first paragraph here. There's three paragraphs on the screen for those listening on the Farzi Show podcast. But listen to this. This is what uh, Joel B. had said. Uh, like I've been saying since the season started, I'm happy whoever wants to play is welcome. If someone wants to play, they're welcome. But we've got guys who want to be here that show up every single night. I don't know what other type of word I can use, but I get paid to get results and to win games. I don't get paid to babysit Tyrese Maxey. I get paid to challenge him and to try to help him win games and have him help me win games. So translation, and you can see the rest of the quote right there, and I'll leave it up for a second. Translation, if Ben wants to come back, I got to play by my rules. He's got to play by Joel Embiid's rules. If you want to come back, then I'm going to be the same guy I've been all season, the same guy I've been throughout my career. That's the guy taking responsibility for how good this team can be. Because I know we all jumped to this, and we got into it yesterday on yesterday's show. When it comes to Joel Embiid and what he had to say about Ben Simmons after they lost to the Hawks in the playoffs, He not only talked about Ben Simmons, and that was the turning point of the game. He talked about Matisse Stiebel missing a free throw. He talked about his own turnovers. He talked about how he wasn't healthy and all that other stuff. Like, it wasn't just about everybody else. It was also about him. He made it about him in terms of not just how great he is, but also the mistakes that he made in that series. And as I mentioned, 16 turnovers in the last two games of that series, that's not something that he could shy away from. That's something that he's got to own, he's got to acknowledge, and he did. Everybody needs to be held accountable. So, Ben, if you do want to come back, realize that's what you're going to be coming back to. Now, if you're asking me whether or not Ben Simmons is ever going to play for the 76ers again, my answer is nope. A very emphatic, very confident nope, and that shouldn't be breaking news to anybody. But I find it interesting that the groundwork, ah, the pavement, ah, is being laid in the event that Ben Simmons does, in fact, come back to the Sixers if he is here after the trade deadline which I still very much think he will be if he is here uh it's 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 open it's open for discussion now you wouldn't be getting the best version of, of uh, Ben Simmons as he would be coming back to a team after he needs to get an official game shape and it would be just in time for a playoff run and we all know in the playoffs Ben Simmons not a so good not a so good but I, I think it would help his trade his uh, trade stock it would certainly help the Sixers out a lot at this point. Uh, but let's get into some of those trade things before we get into the game itself last night, because I know that's what's on everybody's mind. Unfortunately, the loss of the Suns, as I mentioned. But uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Tristan Thompson, my oh my. Uh, the Sacramento Kings take the Indiana Pacers deal and get Justin Holliday, as well as Damanis uh, Sabonis, in return for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. The Kings liked what the Pacers had more than what the Sixers had with Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris or anybody, really. They liked what the Pacers were offering more so than the Sixers. I don't know what the Kings are doing, but every year they just seem to blow themselves up, and I'm fine with that. But I'm more fine with that when it's like Sam Hinkie fleecing Vladi Divac, and unfortunately, those days are very much over. But that was the, the deal. So uh, as everybody knows by now, that deal is no longer on the table for the Sixers. We knew the Sixers weren't really in the running for that anyway for the last couple of weeks. So that's where we are right now. CJ McCollum off the table. Yesterday goes to the Pelicans. They have some kind of crazy deal going on. Josh Hart then goes to uh, the, the Portland, and you have uh, the CJ McCollum going to the Pelicans. So they're just trying to get shooters galore with guys like Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum. So that's their deal. C.J. McCollum no longer available. And my number one guy, simply because I thought you were going to be able to get the most even value, guy for guy, if you will, uh, Ben Simmons for uh, Bradley Beal and other things mixed in. Not happening. Bradley Beal now done for the season, getting the surgery. He will no longer play. So obviously the Sixers are not going to be trading for him anytime soon. So now where does that leave us? That leaves us right now going, James Harden, please, sir, please come to Philadelphia. I just don't see it. I'd love for it to happen. I just don't see it. Especially if the deal is Simmons and Curry for James Harden. Then How was that not already done, as I was saying yesterday? Uh, I'm still very much on that kick. Now, James Harden. Missed his third straight game last night with that bad hammy. Interesting. The Nets lost their ninth straight game last night to the Celtics. Interesting. Uh, Matisse Eibel did play last night, and he started for the Sixers. And I know some people were speculating that him not playing because of the shoulder injury was somehow connected to James Harden also not playing. Could Matisse Eibel also be in the mix with the James Harden deal? Possible. Uh, but he did play last night. Matisse Thybul played last night. Started for the Sixers as a matter of fact. So that's where we're at right now. Uh, as far as any idea with James Harden, we're still waiting to see if that gets worked out. The two sides, according to Brian Windhorst, it's very much out in the open. It's very much being discussed right now, but it's not at the point where anything looks imminent, unfortunately for the Sixers. Now, where does that leave us in terms of who could be coming to the 76ers? Well, a bunch of names that are not going to impress you. A bunch of George Hill-esque names. And, Daryl Morey's already on record by acknowledging that the George Hill deal to leave the second unit off the bench last year did not exactly work for the Sixers, and that uh, is not really earth-shattering to any 76ers fan that followed that deal and followed how it actually worked. At the time, you're like, all right, point guard off the bench, you're on the second unit, good to go. Didn't work. Uh, but this time around, you're going to be looking at names, and this is just from what I gathered from other people's reports and all that stuff. Uh, Ty Jerome, guard out of OKC, uh, chance to come to Philadelphia, bench player. Uh, Corey Joseph, guard with the Pistons right now, 30-year-old veteran, another bench guy, could come off the bench to help you run your second unit in the event that Tyrese Maxey uh, is not available to play, uh, I don't know, all 48 minutes of a game, which we all know he's not. Uh, so that's what we're looking at right now, outside of anything James Harden. So whoop de doo <sighs> That's where we're at. There's other options out there, but those are the two most common names I've been seeing. Daryl Morey, the ball is in your court. Halliburton would have made this team better. Buddy Heald even would have made this team better. Not that I'm saying that's the guy they got to trade Ben Simmons for by any means, but Halliburton and Heald certainly make this team better right now. And let's not forget, without Ben, if you're tra- whoever you trade away from this team right now, along with Ben Simmons, you're instantly making this team better. McCollum would have made this team better. Now, no way in hell were you going to be trading Ben Simmons for C.J. McCollum, not without a whole slew of other things coming back in return. That would have been an even trade for the Sixers. And the other deal, Bradley Beal, that's just shot dead in the water right now because of Beal's season-ending surgery. So we cross our fingers. We wait for news about James Harden. Uh, We cross our fingers to see if the Sixers make any move. I still think they make a move. At this point, I think it's going to be to bolster their bench. And After they lost last night, Doc Rivers took to the podium after the game, took to the microphone after the game, rather, and said, this team needs a guard. And I think everybody agrees with that. They need somebody out there because I can't see Furkan Korkmaz bring the ball up anymore. I don't even want Tobias Harris bringing the ball up anymore. Seth Curry, fine as de facto, but I don't need him bringing up the ball. And as much as I love that part of versatility, Joel Embiid's game, I'm good. Don't really need that either. Uh, There's some other news out there as well that uh, Paul Reed, B-ball Paul could be moved, Uh, some other guys as well. Uh, So there's a bunch of other stuff that's out there uh, as far as what the Sixers could be doing to bring in more talent. They definitely need another guard. I 100% agree with with, – well, Daryl Morey's probably saying the same thing. But I 100% agree uh, with what uh, Doc Rivers had to say after the game last night. They do need a guard. You know what else they need? This is what a guard will help with. Now we'll get into that Sixers loss to the Suns. Uh, Let me just start off by – when I talk about the game, let me just start by saying – let me just get this cliche out of the way. There are no moral victories. All right? There's no moral victories. Uh, But there's positives you could take away from the game. Uh, And there's a measuring stick game. As I was saying yesterday, it's a measuring stick game. Anytime you go up against the best team in the NBA, how good are you? Well, apparently the Sixers were good enough to be 14 points up on the best team in the NBA before they squandered that away. So that was was a tough one. The fact that they're up 14 points is still good. Uh, And then you see for about a four-minute stretch, Matisse Stiebel, okay, Furkan Korkmaz, Okay. Uh, Andre Drummond. All right. Uh, on the court at the same time. Uh, I'm not going to kill, uh, Glenn doc rivers over that because those guys were going to get it at some point, especially when Seth Curry was shooting one for nine in the game and one for six from beyond the arc picked a hell of a time to, to actually hit his first three. And that was late in the game, uh, l- late in the closing minutes of the fourth quarter, actually. So that was nice, but I would have liked to have a little bit more throughout, uh, Tyrese backs. He had 14 points for you last night. Uh, 15 turnovers that led to 27 Phoenix suns points. Here's what uh, we all know. The Sixers needed another point guard another guard. And certainly that will help cut down the turnovers. Um, But you know what? The best team in the NBA doesn't need more chances. You know what? You shouldn't give the best team in the NBA more chances. And when you give them 15 more chances than they should have, when you give them 15 turnovers and you give them 27 points, you're not going to win that game. Uh, No matter how close it was down the stretch, you're not going to win that game. And some of the most mind-numbing turnovers in this game, one was a result of uh, Tobias Harris just not knowing where he was on the court. Chris Paul, make sure I get this right in the game here. Chris Paul goes to the line, misses his free throw. It falls in the hands. It was a two-point game at that time. It falls in the hands of Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris then allows the ball to get swiped out of his hands by Crowder. The ball, By the way, it wasn't just uh, Tobias Harris. It was three Sixers under the basket. Neither one of them could come up with the loose ball after it was swiped away by uh, Crowder. It then finds its way to Chris Paul at the top of the key, strokes the three Sixers. Next thing you know, they're down four points. Like, that's abysmal. That should never happen. And then 20 seconds left in the game, Sixers down three. Joel Embiid, believe he got a rebound in this situation, starts dribbling the ball up the court a little bit. Tyrese Maxey's booking it to the rim. I'm thinking, is he going to try to hit Maxey on a long toss there? A nice a touchdown pass? No, he intends to go cross-court to Seth Curry, who he then throws the ball over Seth Curry's outstressed arms, out of bounds, goes the other way. No real Sixers chance after that. Toby needs to secure that ball with about 330 left in the game, down a point, And Joel Embiid can't have a turnover like that. And also Joel Embiid, with the shot, with the time clicking off the ticking off the shot clock, put up like a, 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 a prayer of a three, off balance three that he hit the corner of the backboard on the opposite side of where he was shooting from, way too strong. And that was just a bonehead play by Joel Embiid. Should have found somebody else if he was that uh that uh, off balance. And I think he had enough time on the clock to be able to do that as well. But he forced it, and it ended up not going the Sixers' way. But Embiid had another 30-point performance last night. Tobias Harris had a 30-point performance. He's now averaged 22 points per game over his last 11 games. That's great to see from Toby. But he also had four turnovers last night, including that turnover when uh, Crowder swiped that ball away from him. So definitely a tough loss, tough loss to swallow, good measuring stick game, but ultimately the Sixers failed. And when you're playing the best team, you can't give them 15 more opportunities to outdo you like they did in that game. And I know a lot of people will pile on Doc Rivers for his rotations and how much Furcon Furkan has got and all that. If there was a, a game to excuse some of that, it would be this game when you consider how much Seth Curry was struggling from the uh, from uh, from the uh, from the field in this game and how much the team turned the ball over 15 times. It's just unbelievable to me. he uh, had himself uh, 15, uh, 5 for 16 from the floor was Maxley last night. He's had better shooting games. And after, of course, I praise him for hitting a couple of threes in a game. He goes 0 for 5, or excuse me, 0 for 4 from beyond the arc last night. So that was a tough one. Uh, on a personal note, I missed a five-leg parlay by one point. One point. And that was Tyrese Maxey. I had him to get 15 points. He got 14. Damn the officials for now calling at least one and one! With Tyrese Maxey. Uh, so that's where we're at right now with the Sixers. And you know what? If you do want to rip Doc Rivers, folks, look look at this. I mean, how can you? Doc Rivers is one of the top 15 all-time NBA coaches. According to the NBA and their celebration of 75 years in existence, Red Arbach. Tops off the list. I guess this is in order of importance. Red Arbox number one. Larry Brown's number two. Chuck Daly, number three. Go on down the list there. Uh Red Holtzman is right there. Phil Jackson, KC Jones, uh Steve, Steve Kerr is all the way up there. Don Nelson. Pop is that pop is all the way down this list. What? Jack Ramsey, Dr. Jack Ramsey. Uh Pat Riley, you see. Doc Rivers. So two Sixers coaches on there. Jerry Sloan, Eric Spolstra and Lenny Wilkins. That's the list. Two Sixers coaches on here. Surprised to see Brown as high as he was with one championship. Chuck Daly, we all know, won the two. And then Phil Jackson, just this whole slew of championships. Ridiculous. I mean, Red Auerbach's the no-brainer. But Pop being down that far on the list, I would put Pop ahead of of Steve Kerr, uh, no doubt about it. Definitely not above Phil Jackson, but above Steve Kerr. (laughs) Recency bias. Anyway, uh, that was the list that came out yesterday, but Doc Rivers down there. How about that? Would you ask Pop that question? It's the first thing I thought when I saw that that actually came out. Uh, fly, oh, Sixers back in action Friday night. So I tweeted this out after the Sixers lost last night. That could be the last time that the Sixers play a game with that constructed lineup. And let's hope that it is. This is all on Daryl Morey at this point. One thing I don't want him to do is, is rush to a trade with ben simmons and i know you could say well it's the deadline how is it rushing well if he waits till the summer to try to make a move maybe that puts ben simmons in a much better light for another organization because he'll have the whole off season to be ready he'll know what he's doing he'll know where he's going he'll know who he's playing with and maybe that will behoove the Sixers more and that's maybe where they could get more in a return on a trade for ben simmons right now it might it might be rushed And the fact that the Halliburton deal didn't come through, the fact that no other deal has come through to this point, like this isn't breaking news. If you wanted to move on from anybody, you knew you kind of wanted to do that even well before the trade deadline. Now, if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I am trying my damnedest to see if I can make all this come together right now with Kyrie Irving on a part-time basis, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. I'm at least going to give this one more go with my big three to see whether or not they can do it. I'm not going to pack it in just yet. Man, if you're the Nets in the future and you're looking at Ben Simmons in your roster on your roster with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving shooting the lights out, and you got Ben Simmons as your facilitator, Ben Simmons as your dunker, quote unquote, Ben Simmons as your facilitator or defender, uh, that's a that's a pretty nice lineup there. That's a pretty nice lineup for the Nets. Uh, do I fear it? Eh, a little bit. But uh, James Harden and Joel Embiid on the floor at the same time. That's a dangerous combo right there, and I think we all know how good that could be for the Sixers team. And I can't say it enough. If you are really going to make a move and you're going to bring in James Harden and you don't have to give up Tyrese uh, Maxey you don't have to give up Matisse Thybul, then, man, Daryl Morey, you are a brilliant human being. And as I've been saying for a long time, I feel like this deal with uh, Harden is almost like below Daryl Morey. I know it should be the great expectation of Daryl Morey, but I almost feel like it's almost too obvious. Like there's a better deal out there that we're not even thinking about yet that Daryl Morey will pull off somehow magically and the Sixers won't give up nearly as much as people think. Show me that brilliance, Daryl Morey, because right now with Ben Simmons, you have the last chip of the process. I was talking about this yesterday with some people. You have the last chip to push into the middle of the table on the process, and that's Ben Simmons. Whatever he does with this chip, will dictate the future of this franchise and whether or not the process was worth it. And I do know people that look at it already and go, Oh, you got tomorrow being process. This a great success. No, no, no. You still haven't evolved past the point that you were at prior to the process, which was getting past the game seven of the NBA, fi- NBA playoffs, uh, the semi uh, semi-finals. You have not gotten past game seven of the Eastern conference semifinals. You got the Game 7 against the Celtics with Andre Iguodala and those guys before the process ever started. Then you took a year and you were terrible. You fired Doug Collins. You brought in Sam Hickey. He then brought in Brett Brown like 20 minutes before the season started, and then the process really began. Drew Holiday was traded. We all know the history lesson. There you go. But the Sixers haven't gotten past that point yet. Ben Simmons is the last chip to that puzzle that you could put in the middle of that table. And you can say, all right, here we go. I'm cashing this one in. You're cashing in for James Harden. You better get yourself to a championship. You better provide this great city with a parade. That's the last chip. And if that doesn't get cashed in well, and you end up failing, and this ends up being the wrong move, and James Harden only ends up being a forty to $50 million bust down the line when he signs another contract here with Philadelphia, and then you see Joel Embiid's skills start to dwindle as time goes on, then it'll all be a bust. It'll all be a bust, but it all comes down to what Daryl Morey does, either at this trade deadline or what he does overall with Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons' future, and that's where we are. Sixers back in action Friday night against OKC in South Philadelphia. Flyers back in action for the first time in over a week from the All-Star break. MVP Cleo Giroux will lead the Flyers back on the ice at the Wells Fargo Center tonight, Wednesday night. By the way, I'm not live today, folks. Sorry, I waited a little too long to tell you that. Not live tonight. Uh, but uh, Flyers back in action Tuesday night against the, excuse me, Miss Guzzi, Wednesday night against the uh, the Red Wings, 7 o'clock puck drop in South Philadelphia. Uh, I mentioned Toby's on the table for all trades. I mentioned the coaches. And that's what you got from me today, folks, on the Farzy Show, presented by the amazing people at DestinationRetirement.com. Mike Seibert. You gotta look up Michael Seibert. You gotta check him out, guys. RICP. Uh, He's a financial advisor for Eagles fans only. Yeah, you heard me right. Eagles fans only. His firm, Destination Retirement, LLC, DestinationRetirement.com. Punch it in. DestinationRetirement.com is a full-service planning firm and an affiliate of 1847 Financial. Let him create a written financial plan for your accumulation years and your distribution years. With pensions few and far between... You're on your own when it comes to retirement with only a 401k or an IRA. So let Mike help you turn those assets into efficient income streams that you can't outlive. Because that's the name of the game. Mike Seibert is here to uh, to help you put a plan in place to help you retire. Or if you're already in retirement, a plan that helps you alleviate people's biggest fear running out of money. Come on, Eagles fans. With stock market volatility and taxes probably only going up, you need someone... As your financial head coach with the experience to tackle these obstacles. With over 30 years in the financial game, Mike Seibert is an all pro, a seasoned veteran when it comes to helping Eagles fans get to and through retirement. You can reach Mike at 484 275 6035. That's 484 275 6035 or visit DestinationRetirement.com. That's DestinationRetirement.com. Click on Find Out at the top of the page and fill out the questionnaire to see how prepared. You are for retirement. Michael. will get back to you and talk to you about how he can help. And as always, go birds. Let me tell you about my friend Steven Singer of Stephen Singer Jewelers, Valentine's Day. Are you ready? Are you ready for Valentine's Day? Uh, I know I'm ready for Valentine's Day. Monday, by the way, folks. Do I need to do it again? Do I need to try this? Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Coming right through the screen. Here, give this to your lovely uh, missus. No, that one's mine. Anyway, that's an Emerald City Gold Dip Rose, 24-karat gold dip rose from Steven Singer Jewelers. This magical Emerald City Rose will take her breath away this Valentine's Day as she opens that beautiful gift box to reveal a real rose encased in brilliant 24-karat gold set against stunning deep green petals. Don't leave her uh, green with envy. She sees her friends' uh, presents. Would you get her? Uh, Something not so good? Mm, Come on. Step it up with a 24 karat gold dip rose from Steven Singer Jewelers. Get them before they're gone exclusively and only at Steven Singer Jewelers. It's the number one gift this Valentine's Day. Steven's famous gold dip roses start at just $59 and they come with a lifetime guarantee. Fast and free shipping for this Valentine's Day. Real roses from a real jeweler, Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer. Let me tell you about the amazing people of Rothman Orthopedics. When you have an orthopedic issue, you need a physician who eats, sleeps, and breathes orthopedics. You need an exceptionally specialized Rothman Orthopedics physician. They not only specialize in orthopedics, but each of their physicians only focuses in on one area of the body, which means you can have the confidence to get past the pain and be what you were. Visit them in one of their 30 locations in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, including four orthopedic-only urgent cares. Go to RothmanOrtho.com. That's RothmanOrtho.com. How about the people of Windview? It's the only game where fans can take on other fans and end the debate once and for all. Who knows more about sports? Have that friend or family member who think they know everything about sports, blah, 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 blah. Challenge them to Windview contest to see if they can walk the walk as well as they talk the talk. Want to break up the monotony any family dinner or get-together? Maybe Valentine's Day, you're bored. Challenge a friend to a win-view contest, see how they do. Maybe they're out on a date and you're not. Challenge them to a win-view contest. While they're distracted, win some money. It's not a sports book. It's not daily fantasy, but it's a social gaming app where fans can take on other fans and end the debate once and for all who knows more and win real money prizes on making predictions on the games that you love so much. How about PHL sports Nation? Follow all that's going on in the Philadelphia sports world, with PHL sports nation That's Philadelphia sports nation enhancing your Philadelphia sports fan experience. Thanks for joining the show today, everybody much appreciated from the Steven singer studios. This is the far show brought to you by destination retirement and our good friend, Mike Cyber and DestinationRetirement.com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh to my Wednesday, today, the time we air this. Uh, let's see, we got two more days, uh, Thursday and Friday, back of my paternity leave. So we'll get back to our regular scheduled programming uh in the not too distant future. So I look forward to that. Thanks, Jim Hyden, producer program, did a phenomenal job as per usual. This is a Buzz Sports and Entertainment Production. Ladies and gentlemen, Godspeed, Godspeed. Thursday trade deadline. Maury, work something out. Give us another day full of many reports that hopefully involve the Sixers this time around. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Take it easy.